Well, hello and happy Sunday. I hope you are having a good one. I am very, very excited to have my guest, Michelle Carpenter, on Hey Hun, You Woke Up, Victim Voices Edition, because she is absolutely amazing and, like me, is a former Beachbody coach. I mean, I love talking to former Beachbody coaches because it just, it always reinforces for me that I'm not alone with how I feel with my experience, even when people have, you know, quote, unquote, had success, whatever that is and none of us really have all that much success but welcome to the show Michelle thank you so much for being here I appreciate it so very much so happy to be here how are you doing and I can't hear you now oh no um I'm not muted what happened let let me check my I hear nothing you can hear me right Mm mm-hmm yeah, I don't know. Oh, don't you just always love everything when it comes to technology? That's Let me take weird. you out and bring you back on and see if that does anything. Okay, we're, you know, this is live streaming, guys. So technical issues? Yeah, your microphone's open, but I'm not hearing you. Okay, let's. Um, I've never had this happen before. <laughs> I haven't either. This is weird. I wonder if they can hear us on YouTube. How weird. Let me see if I take this off. Does that make any difference? Can you hear me? I'm talking. Let me see if I put my headset back on. Say something. Hi, can you? Hello. How weird. I can't hear you when I, when I put on my headset, which is bizarre. Say something again. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. That's really weird. So if the um, audio ends up being funkadelic, people are just going to have to deal. And if they don't like it, they can suck an egg. You know. <laughs> and I, now I can, I can hear myself um, echoing. No, now I can't. We're good. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> and what can I say? You know, this is technology and alive and what happens and all of that. Mm-hmm. So you, like me, are a former beach body coach. You know, it, it is so nice to find, you know, and this is going to sound kind of janky, but I'm saying it anyway, to find your sisters, in, you know, from the former yeah. MLM you were in. It's like, oh, y'all are kind of my family because we all went through the same hell together. Yeah, you know? we have such similar, you know, um, just backgrounds coming from the same company that there's so many different points to connect on it's almost like you're already well and and you know you're trained to think of your sidelines as your sideline sisters or you know your team as your family while you're in so it's yeah. only natural to kind of still hold on to those feelings but I, I I feel that it is even stronger being on you know the outside of it now that you know I'm on the other side Jennifer can you hear Michelle now because I couldn't hear her earlier, so I took off my headset, and for some reason now I can hear her, so I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, okay, so you joined Beachbody, but what I want to know, the first question I have for you is, what, if anything, did you know about multi-level marketing before <laughs> you joined Beachbody? What a good question. Oh, my gosh. Um I had actually already been in a few multi-level marketing companies. Oh, um, good. Which ones? 
Uh, so I got signed up. I don't remember how, and I didn't know my upline personally or anything, but in high school, I was selling Avon Mark, which this was back in like 2003, 2004. Okay. Um, and that was their, they, they only had it for like 10 years or less. And then they discontinued it, hopefully because it's super problematic, but Avon's teenager based part program within their MLM. Um, They would actually get like underage people to like sell lipstick and blush to their friends at their lockers in the hallway. (laughs) I had a catalog and everything. By the way, you have beautiful hair. I just have to tell you that. I am just sitting here like having hair envy. (laughs) Thank you. Oh my gosh. I literally like, I asked Roberta Blevins last week for um, I said, okay, I have two hundred dollars um, burning a hole in my pocket, and I want to start treating my hair really well. And she, like, you know, she's a, a stylist as her yeah. full time job, and um, <clears throat> and so she gave me all of the recommendations that she would, you know, give someone with my type of hair and everything. And I went out and I bought all the expensive things you can only buy it. Ulta or a salon. Um, and, uh, I've done two of the hair masks and I've been using the styling product that she recommended. And I gave myself a little haircut to trim off my dead ends and my split ends. And I am obsessed with it right now. So I really (laughs) love that you called that out. I've been pointing it out constantly whenever I'm on, like on her live last night, we were just playing a game and I was like, by the way, look at my hair. (laughs) Fabulous. It's absolutely fabulous. So So back to the question, the original question after, you know, the hair compliment. (laughs) Um, So I I, I didn't make any money and I didn't do it for very long, but that was like my introduction into direct selling. Um, And then years and years later, um, a really good friend of mine from high school started selling Red Aspen. And this was right when Red Aspen started. And they were, it was a ground floor opportunity. They were, I don't know how much you know about Red Aspen, but now they, nothing. oh, they sell lots and lots of makeup. They're really, really well known for their, um, they're not nail covers. They're like fake nails, like plastic okay. nails with glue. Um, they're called Dashes. Um, which is a play on they use like when they started, they were known for and really started just with fake eyelashes. Um, so I was uh, at the time, like, I think I was actually in Red Aspen when they launched their first non eyelash product. And it was a huge, it was a huge launch. And um, so when I joined, we were only selling fake eyelashes. And, um, I mean, I was only in that one for a couple of months. I completely saw how predatory it was and, you know, dropped out. Um, and that was, that was several years ago. Um, before, before I got into Beachbody, I had actually become quite against MLMs because I am an avid watcher of John Oliver. (laughs) 
and his his special that he did yeah. um, covering MLMs is so good. And I was like, hook, line, sinker, you got me. MLM is a scam. I was totally, totally against it. And um, I kind of searched out like, anti-MLM on um, Facebook and found, uh, I found a couple of Facebook groups that were anti-MLM. This is probably in like 2019-ish because I joined Beachbody in 2020. So probably in about 2019, I found some Facebook groups that were anti-MLM, but um, after joining them, everyone just seemed like really mean and it seemed like it was really just a place to make fun of Huns in the Wild posts. Um, and it came off as really bullying to me. So I backed out of it. And I mean, ultimately, I think I probably never would have joined Beachbody. I mean, there are so many different um, factors that go into a decision like that. But I honestly think I wouldn't have joined Beachbody had that been a more compassionate, like, community that I had encountered several years ago, um, rather than off-putting and coming off as kind of bullying. Um, So that, that plays into um, what I see as my role in the community (laughs) now. So now, now that I'm out, I'm like, I want to spread compassionate awareness, you know, because I don't want, I don't want any of my anti MLM contact content ever to push anyone more toward the direction of MLM like it did with me. Um, Yeah, I can totally understand that. I mean, that's why, you know, I try to be, when I have reacted to things, either not show faces, only if it's like someone really super well known or something. And it's never the person that I'm going after. It's always like, well, the actions, and I always relate to it based on my own experience and the things that I did. And then I see myself in their shoes. You know, I look at them and I'm like, oh, but there was I. And we've been in those shoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even just empathy. It's true Lots sympathy. of empathy. Because, you know, especially when we're talking about lower level people, they know not what they do. They, you know, probably have no idea what MLM really is. They're Because they've never seen like that. Dollar. They've never seen that bonus check that they get right after they recruit a bunch of people. <laughs> but they, I mean, they are just really, they're hoping to be that person on the stage. And I remember I wanted to be that person on the stage. I mean, I, so I get all of that. And so, you know, my heart does go out to them and I hope that they find their way out because we're here for them with yes. support when that does happen. Compassionate support. Yes. Yes. And so I, mean, I do we see people doing janky things? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But we're not mean about it. No. Um, I I try, like you said, just to call out the actions and not the person. And right. if they're not a public figure, I will always, you know, blur their name, their face, all that. Because ultimately, even if they are preying on people, they're also a victim. And I'm not about that victim shaming life. I'm not here for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, But to answer, like, that was all in answer to your question. But specifically, um, I knew I knew all about it. (laughs) Wow. I knew it. I knew. (laughs) 
makes it worse. I know it's an MLM and by golly, I am drinking that Kool-Aid. <laughs> yep. I was like, Hey, if this Kool-Aid will make me skinny before, no, I'm just kidding. That's not why I joined. <laughs> well, then let me ask you this. So when it comes to Beachbody, how were you recruited and who was the person that was like, Hey, Michelle, <laughs> I got an answer for you. I, I wasn't recruited in that sense. Um, my, one of my best friends, um, she, I feel like I'll probably talk about her more than once. So I'm just going to say her name is M. Um, okay. so one of my best friends, M, um, has like a really similar background physically, um, to mine, uh, in that we both, um, suffer from chronic illness and chronic pain, like really bad chronic pain. Um, and I was at my highest weight, which had aggravated all of my existing chronic conditions. Um, I was nine months postpartum. It was three months, four months after the lockdown started. So this was in June of 2020. Oh, wow. Um, and I, I mean, I was breastfeeding and working full time and um, trying to do all the things and I had no energy. I was diagnosed that month with um, chronic fatigue syndrome, basically narcolepsy. Like I could fall asleep like that. If you said, Michelle, why are you taking a nap? I would just be like, all right, let me close my eyes and I'd be asleep in like 15 seconds. <laughs> wow. So, mm, yeah, the idea of like moving a lot was, um, not even on my radar. Um, but I, I did want to start eating better and, um, see if I could feel better. And right at that time, M started posting on Facebook that she was starting something exciting, a journey. And, um, and I knew that she had the, the same chronic illness issues that I did and the same pain. And I was like, wait, she found an, you're telling me she found an exercise program that she can physically do, tell me about it. Wow. <laughs> I went to her. I was like, whatever it is you're doing, sign me up for it. Um, what was and the program? It was Bar Blend. Okay. Um, it had just come out. So right, uh, right. I don't, when were you in Beachbody? Uh, I joined in 2016. Okay. And how long were you in? I left in 2019. Okay. So you're pre, oh, I just missed you <laughs> pre bar blend. Um, yeah. you might've seen them gearing up for, I think, um, nine round, I think it was called. Um, and it was the one that came out right after that. But as you know, um, but some people may not Beachbody does, um, like around four flagship, like new program launches every year to kind of, um, reinvigorate everyone and, uh, you know, it, it's a cash grab. <laughs> Reindoctrinate them. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, and it's so funny how all of these programs are um, wondrously that are so different from each other are magically the perfect fit for every single one of their coaches. <laughs> right. I know. I always found that to be so weird because I'm like, but I don't like doing whatever. And it's like, and it's like, why do I have to do that? Yeah. Interesting how now that Autumn's new program starts, I think this week, suddenly all these Beachbody coaches who 
claim that all they eat is beach body supplements and Shakeology, they all suddenly have gut issues. <laughs> wow. And they have to go on this gut program. <laughs> so what were you told about the income potential when, you know, you reached out to them and were like, yo, what are you doing? I'm down with that. Let me join. Yeah. So, I mean, I basically just handed my credit card over. I was like, um, what, what, uh, she, it was her first like conversation, um, that she had had about it. And I could tell that she had been getting coached by whoever her upline was to, you know, say things in a certain way that were like vague and leading. And, um, I just replied, I was like, look, you don't have to give me the whole spiel. You can practice on me if you want to, but whatever it is, I'm going to sign up in whatever way benefits you and your paycheck the most. So just tell me what you want me to get. I was like the perfect prospect, yeah, (laughs) the unicorn everyone's looking for. So that's ultimately why I ended up signing up as a coach because she was like, well, I already signed my partner up. And if I, if I sign you up as a coach, well, you know, you get a discount and also, um, it would bump me to the next rank. And I was like, Oh my God. Okay. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it that way. Wow. I mean, it's funny because I kind of recruited myself and listening to you, you recruited yourself. Too. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, totally. I, I wasn't a hard sell either. It was just like, yeah, okay. You know? Oh, wow. Okay. So um, but as far as income potential, did she tell goes, you anything about the income potential at all? Or did you even care? She, I mean, she just said, you know, and, and if you, um, uh, you know, once we were having that conversation already about being a coach and, um, and, you know, she listed potential income as one of the, um, benefits of choosing that over customer, but didn't really go into detail. Once I joined, however, um, you know, my intention was to probably only be a coach for, the first month and then maybe downgrade my account or see how I like the product. And, and I didn't have a plan going forward, but I immediately got plugged into the um, team group as well as the fit group. So I was now in both the business side and the fitness side groups for this team. And her upline was um, like, she's going for superstar diamond. Like she was, just very, 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 very much a hunbot. <laughs> um, and I, uh, so I started getting like income, um, promises, not promises, but, um, you know, income claims from her, from her, from M's upline, Ashley, um, who I don't have a problem saying her name. She is, she, presents herself as a public figure. Um, and uh, she... Does her last name start with an M? No, an H. Okay. Not that one. Okay. No, she's um, she's pretty high up, but she's not like, you know, in the top 50. I think she's like in the top 80. Um, okay. Which is still very, very high up, <laughs> but probably not as well known as some other coaches. Um, but she she was constantly talking about 
how she had retired her husband. That was a big one for her. Um, and how they were at the time that I joined, um, looking at real estate in, um, in a lake community. And it was her dream to own a boat. Um, by the end of that year, see, I joined in June. By the end of that year, she had bought a boat. She had bought a lake house. Like she had a really, really good year. Um, and so I was physically like watching these things come to fruition for her that she had been working for for so long. Oh, um, wow. And that was that was kind of the income potential. Like, ding. <laughs> Oh, if I had seen that, I would be like, oh, I can totally do that, too. You know, I mean, especially if I'm using her scripts. Do what? Especially if I'm using her scripts that she's writing and her way of doing things. So as you're watching this and you're like, I'm presuming then you started going like, okay, I can I can recruit. I can get people into this. How much time were you devoting to Beachbody daily, weekly, monthly, thereabouts? 40 hours a week. I was working 40 hours a week, too. My real yeah. time. Yeah, that's the thing is that they literally are... all of my time that I wasn't working my other job. I can remember hearing like, well, you can do it in pockets of time. Like uh, when Ashley said that a lot. Do what? A Ashley, the upline said um, pockets of pockets of your day a lot. And that's so wrong because it's like you end up like what you just said. You know, you already have 40 hours that you're devoted. And now you're working yourself to death because you are chasing that lifestyle, that dream, that you see, and there you were sitting there watching somebody be able to achieve stuff and you wanted that. And so the willingness to keep going, it gets, it gets pretty strong, but yeah. wow, you spent a lot of time. What about your expenses? You know, I know like to be active, you probably were on Shakeology, but then did you get like energized or did you buy the, uh, now all the programs you have to have equipment. I had Which it you all. didn't usually have to have equipment. And now it's like everything is like you need something extra. So you got to pay for that extra thing. Mm -hmm. So Because they don't have the DVDs to sell anymore. <laughs> exactly. And, and once you get Beachbody On Demand, now you have the, the other, there's something that's added on to that in addition. There's all these additions, 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 plus the equipment addition. So what mm -hmm. were you spending your money on each month? Um, I The money was spent on everything um every product that Beachbody sold even the the digestive shakeology boosts and um the power greens and I was buying two tubs of Energize a month not one because oh. I was at a weight where two scoops was recommended and for it to work um and I bought into that and um, I totally bought into the what I what I see as a marketing ploy of saying um, that energized tastes so good if you mix the lemon flavor with the berry flavor, um, which is obviously just a way to get people to buy two tubs oh, instead of yeah. one <laughs> but because um, they don't have a mixed pack. <laughs> um 
I, I was buying everything and I can tell you, I, um, I made a spreadsheet. Um, I did a, uh, profit and loss worksheet, um, which I highly recommend anyone who is in an MLM or thinking about getting out of an MLM do with it, do that because it had, I done that before, you know, months before I quit, I would have quit months earlier, <laughs> you know? Um, I, so, um, I don't know what it like came out to monthly or anything, but over the course of the 14 months that I was in Beachbody, I spent, um, $4,600 on and it. What, what did you quote unquote make from it? Um, I think it came out to, Eleven hundred. Okay, so you're still in the hole. Oh yeah. Yes, <laughs> you know? As you're like going, yes, this is going to work. I'm, I'm I was I was maintaining um two coach accounts and at least two ghost customer accounts. Wow. Yeah. So who were your ghost customer accounts? How did you do that? Well, um, one of them was my, under my cat's name (laughs) and, uh, it was just because I was like paranoid that compliance was going to like hold, like hold my commissions because I was buying my products as a customer, but I wouldn't make commission off of them if I bought them under one of my coach accounts. (laughs) Right. Right. So the reason that you create these ghost customer accounts is so that you can, buy your product for yourself, but also make commission off of it because you don't make commission directly off of your personal sales or any of the purchases on any of the purchase personal purchases that your downlines make. So even my husband's account, um, being a coach account, had I purchased those products under him, it would have gone to the um, team volume, but it wouldn't have made any like percent commission Um, for me. And so I did like all the math and figured out, you know, would it be worth it to put it, put it to the team volume on this leg or that leg? And, um, you know, they make it so complicated to make any money at all. (laughs) Oh, I know. Oh, I know. It's, it's just craziness. So at what point did you have this light bulb go off where you're like, you know what, this shit ain't working. (laughs) Um, I had pulled back for several months, um, and wasn't putting as much energy into it. And I knew that I wouldn't be making any money during that time. I didn't expect it. Um, I did have a little bit residual like commissions here and there when people would renew their things, um, renew their purchases and whatnot. Um, but for a few months I just, uh, became more of a customer and I was still doing the programs and drinking the products and everything. Um, and then I came back, uh, I wanted to, um, I wanted to rank up and I wanted to get back into it. Um, and so I, um, went full force ahead, uh, full, full steam ahead and joined a diamond push group. Um, that was a 30 days and Uh with, I did, participate in the like activities that they were telling us to do and everything for the first day. And then I was like, this is such bullshit. Like I am not going to do this for 30 days. And I know I'm not going to hit diamond in 30 days. It's like, 
physically impossible and this is stupid. And so I just stopped doing it. And that same day, like I canceled um, my, I didn't cancel my coach account, but I canceled my um, product subscriptions. And I knew that my coach account would go inactive if I didn't renew those. But I had so much on hand. I still have like four unopened bags of Shakeology and a bunch of Recover and Energize. And I, I have a whole three-day refresh untouched. It's ridiculous. Wow. Okay, so in the Diamond Push group, for those of you who don't don't speak Beachbody, that would be that you would have four people on each of your legs because it's a binary system. But then you would also have two of those people, one on each side, would have to be an emerald coach. So they'd have to have two people under them that were active. So it ends up being like a total of 12 people in all of those spots, which is not easy to do for most people. I mean. No, and these had to be coaches. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not just like buying the products or something. Wow. Okay. So (laughs) yeah. What what was she telling you to do in the push group that you were like, man, screw this. This ain't happening. They were giving out scripts. Um, and the like you had to um comment on the evening post every single evening and say, um, I started new conversations with this many people and I um extended a coach invite to this many people. And, um, you know, basically they, they want you to list off all the things you did for your business and every, um, they, they, uh, required a picture of your filled out business, um, success club tracker, um, which is, uh, an activity tracker that Beachbody puts out. It's not a team thing. It's an actual thing that Beachbody puts out in their back office, which is just a list of daily activities to be successful. Um, and uh, so you had to post a picture of that filled out for the day and, you know, say how many invites you sent and how many new connections you made, um, which is just sending DMs and being like, hey, how's it going? Hey, girl, um, how's life? Um those are connections versus an invite would be, I've probably already spoken to this person and I'm going to ask them if they want to be a coach or whatever. Um, or have you, have you thought about doing what I do? (laughs) Uh, You would be great. You would be great at this. (laughs) Oh, I mean, you know what? I can't remember myself and I honestly believe this. Are you ready? Cause you hear it so often all I've really got to do are the four vital behaviors. If I just do the four vitals, no, vital follow. success leaves clues. Right. And success will follow. Oh my God. I forgot about the vital behaviors. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the kind of stuff that they were doing in the push group. And one thing that I always noticed in our team group, well, she required that in our team group too. Like people would have to comment with their success club tracker, but there weren't like quotas. It was just for accountability. It was like, Hey, I did these things. Right. Um, and I want, and I want my sideline sisters to see that I did these things, but I, I would always look at other people's comments and it was just obvious to me that they were either being the most annoying person on social media ever in the history of the world, or they were lying. They were making it up because like, I don't really think that this Emerald coach with two customers um, and her husband signed up under her actually 
sent coach invites to 107 people today. Like, I really don't think that that happened. And it would always annoy me to see those comments from, you know, people who are the same rank as me. And I'm like, well, I had, I had four meaningful conversations with people that may actually lead somewhere. Um, And that, is like devalued by just the sheer number of cold messages that these other people are sending. And so it always bothered me to see those comments. And when, when they, when I was in the diamond push there, you know, you join a push, like a push group like that in order to um, like, you know, that they're going to be harder on you and meaner and more strict. And that's the whole thing. It's like a boot camp. Um, you go in knowing that, but I realized that it, it's not like it made me, it's not like I felt like they were, I felt like they were trying to put me down. Yeah, we were encouraged to do it, but I just didn't. <laughs> oh, I sent out so many products um, as uh, not, not as samples, some as samples, but mostly as like prizes um, for participating in my fit club and contests and spirit weeks and everything that I was doing in that because I was I was running my own fit club, um, not just in the uplines. But um, sorry, I got totally off track with that comment. Um, That's okay. I don't remember what I was answering. <laughs> Well, well, let me ask you this then. Um, how did you end your relationship with Beach Body when you were like, peace out, I'm done, you oh, know? Yeah. Quietly, me very too. quietly. I just, uh, I just ghosted. <laughs> I stopped my subscriptions. A month later, I went inactive, obviously. Um, and then, um, I didn't actually like get on the live chat with customer support to actually close my coach account until um, I started listening to uh, Life After MLM, the podcast. And I saw Lula Rich and um, The Vow and I saw all these, you know, I saw kind of the direction in which the anti-MLM movement was going. And I was like, this is much, much better than it was a year and a half ago when I first discovered it and was, you know, kind of put off by it. And so I started consuming more of that content. And um, and it, I think it was Life After MLM. I don't know what episode, or maybe it was just the existence of a podcast like that. But I finally just decided, okay, I'm not going to start doing this again now that I've already like lost all of my ranks and everything. So right. that's when I really quit. Wow. And, and so that was probably know, in like September, um, I think of last year. My original coach left and she went to direct sellers and she's probably in a different thing now because she's did several different things. I was then moved up the into the highest income earners of Beachbody, I became her coach. Yeah. Wow. No pressure. Still, friends, still in some Beachbody groups that I will grab content from on occasion. <laughs> I'm like, might yeah. as well. But, you know, oh, 
Me too. I'm in a couple of groups I slip through the cracks on. (laughs) Do what? There are a couple of groups that my that I slipped through the cracks on and haven't been kicked out of. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of nice because it's like you can still kind of, you know, see what's going on. But one well, occasionally, of the things always... Ashley, Ashley would occasionally um, shut down her Facebook group and create a new one and tell everyone they have 30 days to join the new one so that... Um, so that only active people who want to be in it and she can vet everyone are actually still in it. So instead of purging her one Facebook group, she just creates another one and moves everyone over to it once in a while. And so I'm not in whatever new one she has. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Well, one of the things that always bothers me about, you know, the groups that I'm in, especially from the upline that I'm still in, is that it's basically no negativity at all. And so, you know, some people are struggling and are on that struggle bus. And there are they need PD. Else. They need more PD. Yes. Yes. And Which I will sit there personal and I, development at, for the crowd out post, there. And I'm like, I can tell there's something going on, but you're not really saying anything because you're not allowed to. And I just really want to kind of reach out to them and hug them and be like, it's not you. It's not you. Okay. So you had found the anti MLM movement before, and then you joined Beachbody after finding it and going like, ah, they just seem like a bunch of mean girls kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And then you joined anti MLM again, but how did you originally come across anti MLM? Um, looking for it after John Oliver, um, after I watched that episode, I was like, this is something I can see myself feeling pretty passionately about. It seems to hurt a lot of people and I'm in a position where, you know, I could, I could be a voice for some people, I think. And I had been in Red Aspen, um, before and, um, and so I, I don't really remember, but I'm most likely I was, I probably saw an anti-MLM group tagged in the comments in like a mommy group on Facebook because I was really active in mommy groups at the time. I was a brand new mom. Um, and a lot of those, hey, Roberta, um, a lot of those uh, Facebook groups that are anti-MLM, like, um you know, it sounds like MLM, but okay. Like it's a tag group. You tag it. Right, when, right. <laughs> and I've, I had seen, I think it was that group. I had seen some group tagged in, um, in mommy groups a bunch of times. And I would always laugh and be like, yeah, it's totally an MLM. Um, and I, I think I just looked, seek, seeked out or sought out, um, a group like that after, uh, the John Oliver special. Um, that's okay. how I found uh, on Facebook group. If you could hop into a time machine and knowing what you know now and go back and talk to your younger self, what would you say to yourself so that you would not go, yes, I'm joining Beachbody. I don't know that if I, I don't know if I could have talked myself out of it because what happened was I have ADHD and I'm extremely impulsive 
And when I saw M's posts um, about how she was finally found something that allowed her to move her body and she's going to go on this um, journey to uh, being um, healthier and in less pain. And and it, it wasn't about weight loss. Like for both of us, it was about treating fibromyalgia basically. Um, and uh, I immediately like I, the, the ADHD hyperfixation adrenaline rush switch just like flipped so hard that I was like, whatever I need to do, like I need to sign up for this today, today, like right now. And I don't think that me going back in time, I could have said anything that would have changed the outcome. But, um, and I don't, and we can keep talking about Beachbody, but this may also be a really good segue. Um, what really would have stopped me from joining is if there had been a forced um, waiting period before I could sign up for anything. Because if I had thought about it for more than 48 hours, I wouldn't have still been experiencing that hyperfixation dopamine rush um, that was completely from me having ADHD. And so that's why I think it would be so, so just industry changing to have a waiting period because yeah. so many people who get recruited into MLMs are just like me. They have ADHD or and or are prone to um, hyperfixating and, and impulse buys and impulse decisions. And yeah. if that impulsivity um, was not part of the equation, if you were actually forced to stop, wait, think about it for a few days, two weeks, whatever, right. that urgency would no longer be there. And so that's my dream. Now, I do want to segue <laughs> to the FTC, but I have a couple of other questions to ask sure. before we switch to, to that. What, if anything, what is one thing that you think happened that was positive? One positive thing that came out of joining MLM overall, because you were in, you know, more than one. I, I did learn a lot about my body and my pain and how to manage it. Um, I, Um, I mean, I, I'm in a lot less pain. I'm able to function like before I joined Beachbody, I was like practically disabled. There were, I could not go up and down the stairs in my house without being in very bad pain. I, um, I couldn't like get down on the floor and play with my toddler, the light of my life without having in the back of my mind, how am I going to get back up off the floor? This is going to hurt so much. Um, and so I was just in so much pain all the time. And um, as much as 
Beachbody contributed to my disordered ways of thinking about food and, um, you know, had a negative impact on um, so many things like my mental health. Physically, I did become a much more active and healthy person uh, because of Beachbody. Okay, that's that's fair. Well, what if this is the last question before we segue to the FTC? If someone you loved came to you with an opportunity that you've just got to hear this, it's so fantastic. What would you do? Um, if it was someone I loved, first I would be like, "So, why don't you watch literally any of my content on any of my social media? <laughs> How could you possibly?" think it's a good idea to ask me this. <laughs> um, I, uh, that, I mean, that was kind of a joke, but I would be like, um, I, I actually, I don't participate, um, in multi-level marketing. Um, and here's why. Um, and I'd probably, send them a few links um, and just really hope that they actually do care about me enough to take, take it all into consideration. What I would, the, it, it's kind of a, a hard question to answer because I don't think with how public I am about my story and who I am and, and what I do now, um, it's hard for me to think that it would actually happen. So it's kind of hard to formulate an answer. But um, if I could give a word of advice to anybody who's currently in an MLM, it would be to um, do a profit and loss statement um, or worksheet. Uh, I am going to actually, I've been saying this and then I got distracted with this whole FTC thing. Um, but uh, one of my goals is eventually to have on my website um, an interactive worksheet that will help people do a profit and loss analysis um, <clears throat> when it comes to uh, the money that they've spent on their MLMs versus the income that they have made from their MLM. Oh, that's a fantastic idea. Well, in case you don't know, we have an opportunity to use our voices. I'm speaking to the, the public. I know you know, Michelle, but the FTC is considering uh, proposing a rule that addresses deceptive or unfair marketing with earnings claims. And one of the types of companies that's included in this umbrella is multi-level marketing, which I am really glad that there's something, at least it's something. I mean, if I could, I would wiggle my nose and like MLM would just go away. But I don't think it's that easy to make something this monstrous just go away. And you have created this amazing source. Plus you have, you know, in three languages to help people to compile their own comment about, you know, their MLM experience for the FTC to consider when they're deciding on making a rule. So shout out to that. And it is this website that I'm going to put in the chat. It's mlmchange.org, which is not your main website, but that is the landing page where it has all the things. 
And I just want to know, like, what made you decide to, one, become active in anti-MLM, and two, create such a bomb-ass resource? <laughs> Thank you. Um, I decided to start creating content, anti-MLM content, um, thanks to Roberta Blevins. You can thank her for me. <laughs> um, hey, Roberta, I know you're in the chat. Um, you inspired me. Um, I, 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 again, I have ADHD and I hyperfixate. And last September, October, um, uh, my hyperfixation at the time was binge listening to every episode of Roberta's podcast and the Dream podcast and any anti MLM thing that I could get my hands on. I was consuming it because. Um, I went down a rabbit hole and sometimes that happens. People who are super into true crime prod podcasts or cult podcasts, which I kind of am as well. Um, Me too. Fall into that category as well. Um, and, uh, I just, I listened to so much of it and I was like, oh my God, this advocacy is so important and this is so different from what I encountered in 2019. And, um, I just, uh, I really wanted to be on her show, but I had to like, had to, as in my brain was telling me I had to, <laughs> I had to, um, listen to every episode first to make sure that, you know, I had somewhat of an original story to share. And so I worked, I, um, reached out to her over email and asked, uh, if I could be on her show and I was shocked. She answered immediately. And by the end of that week, we had already recorded an episode and that was in November. And my episode didn't actually come out until, um, I think it was like the second week of January. And in that time in between, I just started, I just started making content. I started using basically the same programs and, um, resources and everything that I had been using to create, um, Beachbody content for my, um, fit club <laughs> and my team group for Beachbody. Um, I just started using all of the same platforms and resources to start creating content for this instead. And now we're besties. <laughs> That's fantastic. Roberta and, and I actually became really good friends before my, episode even aired we just got on so well um when we were recording I was like I have to be friends with this person like I just have to <laughs> well I love that you have up here like how many more days we have to submit our comments so you have the countdown going and this is fantastic as well that you have you know a workshop coming up on the 18th to yes. help people you know write their comment now myself I've already commented. I think there are, last time I checked, there's five comments. One of them is mine. Four of the five are MLM. The other one's about something about Verizon, which I'm not really sure why they're asking anything about a cell phone, but okay. And my comment to the FTC is nearly five pages long. I can't so wait to read I it. I didn't realize it was already up. Yeah. Yeah. Already up. Um. But I think that it's wonderful because, you know, that's the thing is that we tell people 
that, well, you need to comment, you, you know, you need to participate in this, but it's like, well, what do you do? How do you go about doing it? How do you put all of the things that you went through into words? And some people struggle with a structure of that, what to say, why to say. And, you know, I know when I interviewed Doug and um, Bill, they both were like, look, if you just write one paragraph, that's better than nothing. If, yep. You know, like doing something is better than nothing. And I want to encourage everybody to make a comment because we do need our voices to be heard. And this is our opportunity to let the FTC know that this is a problem under no uncertain terms. It's a huge problem. So tell us a bit about the workshop, how that is going to work, because I'm sure people would be interested in it. And let me put the, can I, is this to join it? It's a YouTube. Okay. So you can like turn on reminders. That's why I did that. Um, okay. I always turn on reminders when someone schedules a live ahead of time because I will totally forget about it. I had my reminder for years go off after I was already in here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, so we haven't sat down and like planned out exactly what it's going to look like yet, but um, we have, uh, we're going to use StreamYard. Um, yep. And so as you know, you can create banners that go across the bottom of the screen and all that fun stuff. So we're going to have it um, kind of separated out into um, like different focuses. Um, what I'd really like for it to be is a super duper collaborative um, brainstorm session. I hung up a whiteboard behind me. And for the next 60 days, this is going to be FTC comment central here. We're oh, going wow. to create um, like a, what, what do you call it? Like a, a word web, a word cloud, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of brainstorm um, all of the different really vital um, topics that, that are important to this process. Because I think a lot of people have, um, legitimate complaints about MLMs that don't have anything to do with luring people in on earnings claims. And that's what this is about. Um, so thinking of uh, just brainstorming with people to see like, what, what can we, what can we bring to the FTC's attention that they might not even realize is going on, but is really insidious. So for example, um, one thing I thought of or I saw happening um, was, oh, shoot. I think I wrote it down because I have my own kind of notes going on. But um, there there are just things that you don't think of as earnings claims, you know, um, like the lifestyle claims, the the implications that you could live a certain kind of life and they're asking for that. Um, right. I want, I want us all to be able to give the FTC exactly the answers to the questions that they are asking and they laid them out. I mean, there's 28 questions and thank God for Dave um, Dave reduced it all into, and, and Bill, um, 
Yes, with screenshots, she said, <laughs> Roberta says. I feel like I'm losing my train of thought. I apologize. But um, Bill and Dave have both contributed greatly to like condensing the the really complicated, long um, list of questions that the FTC did put out um, into, you know, more like seven or eight um, questions that, that kind of just overlap. Um, and so I know that we're going to end up going through the slides again that are on the website um, and also go through, uh, we're going to go through Dave's quiz that he made. Uh -huh. um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Dave Vaughn made a, um, like one of those like BuzzFeed style quiz where you just like pick certain answers um, for each of the questions. It's like 10 questions long. And at the end, it gives you the, the result, which is that these are the questions that the FTC is specifically asking for answers to that specifically relate to you based on the answers you just gave in this quiz. Um, so it's very personalized and will really help people come up with an outline for their um, for their public comment. And I think the first session, at least we're going to do multiple workshops, but this first session, we're going to do a lot of brainstorming on like overall um, themes and things to look for. You know, and I will say what helped me mm -hmm. is I just started writing just to start getting it out, you know, stuff out there. And I gave myself, Oh, I guess a couple of weeks to get it together. And I did get feedback from Bill and from Doug and from Robert also, because I'm like trying to kind of, cause I'm somewhere between Robert and Bill, you know, it's like, I see yeah. both sides mm -hmm. and I want, I want something to be done because again, I don't think we can just wiggle our nose and boom, it's gone. Even though yeah. that would be fantastic. Um, so That's I'm what Robert wants. <laughs> all of that together and interweave it so that I can say some things that are very hardline, but at the same time, provide evidence as to why people need to have more information. Mm -hmm. So I think it's wonderful that there's going to be this kind of, you know, working session for people, because what I think it will do is, you know, help kickstart that brain. Because yeah. we all have it within us to tell our stories about this. It's just a matter of, doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to do it just to, just to do it, um, and not worry about it being well-constructed or convincing or whatever. We just need, you know, if you write a three sentence comment saying, um, you know, I'm sick of getting cold messages saying that I could be a millionaire in two years or whatever, you know, anything right. else. Right. Um, I'm really looking forward to um, having the workshop and I'm hoping I'm going to be able to. I'm going to be using it. the workshops that we do to build my own. I have not written my comment yet. And I obviously there there is a sense of urgency, which is why I put um, a countdown at the very top of the um, MLNchange.org page. But um, there's also like while there is urgency to it, you have 60 days. Well, you have 57 days now to, um, you know, work on this. It doesn't have to be, it can absolutely be just 
this, this is my experience and write it in 10 minutes. That's fine. We want everyone to comment, but it doesn't have to be. So I'm going to take my time and make sure that it's something that I'm really happy with because I'm also going to be sending it to all of my congressional representatives and um, to Tina. And I'm just, I'm going to be sending copies of my comment to everyone. So I also want it to be very, um, uh, you know, well-written and well-constructed and I wanted to be sure to touch on all of the, the themes that I see in MLM that I feel very passionately against. Um, and just to make sure that it's the best summary possible, I'm going to take my time and use these workshops that we're doing to craft my own. And hopefully I can, you know, do that in real time and it will help somebody else. Well, one of the things that you brought up that I think is so spot on, and I've already sent mine to my, um, congressional representatives so they have that and to my attorney general as well and like I think one one of them are or two things like I sent a link to where my comment is online to the FTC because there wasn't enough space I'm like I'm going to run out of room here I get yeah they give you like 5,000 characters I'm like that's not gonna be I need 5,000 words at least (laughs) yeah exactly that's that's the whole thing I'm like I mean I'm wordy and I'm wordy for a reason and I added in a bunch of links to some of the Beachbody FAQs to um, every year the top 10 people so they can see like some of the same names keep you know being there just different things I use a lot of resources from Beachbody that I put into my comment because I oh, want good. them to be able to go like, Oh, it's not just what she's saying. It's like, look, this is where and it's all not just the representatives. Yeah. I think it's really important to point out that it's not just, you know, the wrong people are, are sending the wrong message. This isn't what the company stands behind or whatever it is. It's all from the top. <laughs> yeah. oh. Well, Michelle, I want to say thank you so much for your time. If you will just, Hang on here. I'm going to, you know, we will wrap up after we say our goodbyes to everyone. So let everybody know where they can find you on social media and your, I put your website in the chat, but please tell everyone too, so that they can find you. Yeah, I'd love to. So my personal website is spoonstop.com. I have an Etsy store, um, which can be found on the website or spoonstop on Etsy. Um, Spoonstop is also my YouTube and TikTok handle. The only one that's different from that is um, on Instagram. I am known as Fallible Spoony, and that's all one word. And Instagram and TikTok are where I am most active, but I really do hope to be um, putting up more YouTube videos, especially while we're crafting. Uh, I keep pointing backwards at this blank whiteboard. <laughs> it won't be blank for long. I'm telling you, <laughs> I just have to find my markers. Um, well, maybe sometime you can come back and we can talk about as you're, you know, building that. And, you know, I'd love to. the more that we talk about this FTC thing, I think the more people we will reach. So I would love for you to come back. Yes, absolutely. And yes, and thank you, by the way, for sharing the FTC and participating in the FTC um, PSA that we did, the public service announcement. And anyone who hasn't seen that, I think Alonda has it posted on YouTube. Yes, I do. A lot of other creators have posted it to Instagram and TikTok in the last couple of days. Um, And then finally, 
the FTC hub that I created with the help of a lot of different people um, is MLMchange.org. And all of it is fantastic. Well, again, thank you so much. And thank you, everybody who has joined us. And, you know, thank you for those that are listening to the replay. I will see you next week. And I can't remember off the top of my head who my guest is going to be. So it's going to be a surprise to both of us. (laughs) Anyway, thank you and have a...